right, everybody. Welcome to the Eric Anders Lang Show. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody in attendance. I've got two dogs by my feet humping. That's true. Uh, Sorry. I know I'm dog sitting and your dog is being molested by my dog. Hey, guys, cut it out. I'm trying to work. Jesus, Snowball. You don't even have balls. Why do they call you Snowball? Look, I've got a stack a, a real serious stack. We got 200 questions here or so uh, that I'm going to answer on today's very special episode of the Eric Anders Lang Show. Some might call it a tradition unlike any other. Some might just call it uh, a Q&A. So there's two ways of looking at it. All right, first question. Benny coming in hot. What did David LaChapelle teach you that you still use today? I used to... Whoa, self. Guys, what are you doing? You're running... Hang on. This is everything's... Hang on. And we're back. So. <laughs> We had a, a dog got tangled up in a cell phone cable. I'm charging my phone. Um, anyway, Benny says, uh, what did David LaChapelle teach you that you still use today? David LaChapelle is the well-known fashion photographer with whom I worked with when I was a young man. Oh, there are my Pinehurst ball marks. Stu, you have a Pinehurst ball mark. Somehow they didn't get stolen. Stu doesn't listen to the podcast, but I got some ball marks for you. Anyway, uh, David LaChapelle taught me a very crucial lesson, which was that um, I mean, some of these answers are long, some of them are short. You know, I, I tried to weed through them, 200 of them, and then I was just like, this is going to take forever, so I'm just going to go in and answer them, all of them, or at least most of them. Um, I mean, David taught me that people wanted him to be himself. They, they paid him to basically do him. And I was with him on a Rolling Stone job, and he was grinding it out, and, no, and nobody was happy. You could tell that the product was bad. And then they were done, and they they looked at the photos and they said, "What are these?" And he said, "Well, it's what I thought you wanted me to do." And they said, "No, we want you to do you." And so um, that's a, that's a huge lesson that I got pretty early on, which is uh, you just got to do you, um, ideally. Um, so there's that. Okay, what's I'm gonna skip a few questions, so I'm sorry if I missed yours, Benny. You asked three. I I don't know what the motorcycle one is. I don't even understand it. Um, and then the next one obviously is referring to the first one. So on to the next question. What's the next big innovation that pushes the sport of golf forward? Oh boy. If I knew that I would be a rich person. Um, but I mean the next innovation, I mean, it's going to go more mental. That's for sure. Um, then, and I think they're going to use tech to get into that mental stuff. Obviously focus band was a big part of be the ball learning how to meditate over the golf ball. If you haven't checked that out, you should, um, we're going to start, we, we are, we are working on be the ball, I tell you, but it is a hard, um, thing to carve out time for because it is, um, you know, a, a passion project. And those typically, like if you're working on a 55 Chevy, uh, 57, probably, um, you know, it's, it's hard to cover out time if you got a job and kids and I don't have kids, but I got two dogs trying to make a third. Okay. A uh, question from Evan. If you could talk to a golfer from 2069, what would surprise you the most? Huh? Well, at first I was thinking about, I'm, I'm sure that they would play golf differently than, than we do. I, I have a feeling like the golf course structure of 18 holes will change. I mean, you know, uh, even over the weekend, someone was like, you want to play golf? And I'm like, I want to play nine. I don't, I don't know if I want to play 18. It's just so much time. Um, so that's probably one. I mean, also, geez, 2069, that's, that's 40 years from now. Uh, 50, I mean. And my goodness, I'll be 88. I might even still be alive. Um, I might be surprised. I might be surprised by the impact I've had on golf. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, we have some plans of things we want to do. And, of course, you know, I think one of the most precious things to the work that we have here is the message, right, of, um, you know, you know you know what the fucking message is. Don't, don't get me tied up in my own words here. Don Miguel wants to know what I'm obsessed with right now. Um, I'm obsessed with my boosted board. I just I went out and wrote it all around town. Um, it's not an ad. Uh, they did give it to me for free, and I fucking love the thing, man. I just jammed on it. I, I wrote it till the battery died. Um, I'm obsessed with that. Also, watches, obviously, my watch. I love that shit. Um, from Diebold, what, uh, what goals uh, do you have for the 2019 on the course, behind it in front of the camera, and personally? Wow. Um, I mean, you know, I don't get tremendously specific with goals. I want to, um, you know, the, the biggest overall goal is I want to make more of everything and I want more people to see it and I want it to be better. Right. And so what that means is I want to have more planning. 
I want to um, work with more great companies that distribute the content that we do. I want to um, continue to find ways to grow the uh, interaction that happens with people when you play golf. And I, I want a, another company to come in and further that message with me. Um, you know, hopefully it's not, uh, you know, I'm never interested in like a influencer type situation. I, I want to actually create something. So that I also want to make twice as much money as I did last year. Um, I, I, uh, it'd be nice to find a lady. It'd be nice to settle down. That'd be nice. It'd be nice to spend a little less time traveling, a little more time traveling the the enjoyable way. Like like when we went to Mexico, it was nice to have a couple extra days. I'm sorry. When we went to Mexico, it would have been nice to have a couple extra days. So that would be a nice goal. Um, in front of the camera, I mean, you know, I think you'll see that the, the we, we just did this really great thing in Mexico. And it was interesting to treat it a little bit more seriously. So in front of the camera, that's something I'd like to explore is a little bit more voiceover, a little bit more poetic, a little less, um, you know, uh, you know, on the stage making a joke. Who would be, from Casey, who would be your perfect golf foursome and at which course can be golfers dead or alive? Well, I mean, you know, these have multiple answers here. I got my dad, my dad, Stu, and um, my future lady. That would be cool. Right, that'd be a fun round, and then of course it would be the rock. Um, uh, it'd be the rock. It would be um, I don't know. Look, let's see, let's see who else do I really, really admire? Oh, we'd probably be playing at National or Western Gales. Um, the Rock. Um, I also really am into Tom Cruise and um, Margot Robbie. That would be that would be the dumbest golf foursome ever. I apologize. Margot's hot. Tom is, I'm sure, just on fire. And The Rock would just be easy to chill with, I know. Uh, Alex Garman, other than probably Chambers Bay, which looks like, uh-oh, whoops, this is like a fuck up here. Other than probably Chambers Bay, which, which may, oh, okay, here we go. this is an actual question. I read it wrong. Other than Chambers Bay, which major course looks the least desirable to play? Wow, that's a tough one. Um, uh, other than Chambers Bay, which major course looks the least desirable to play? I mean, that's hard. You know, I, I don't really look at it too much from expectation. I have played Torrey Pines, and I'm not a huge fan. I don't, I don't like, I don't insanely love it. You know, it's, it is a muni, which is in my blood. I do love that, um, but. Uh, there's some aspect to it that's just out of my reach. Like even as a out of state, I go to Bethpage Black, I'm paying a buck fifty. But at Tory, it's like it's like fucking three hundred and something dollars, which is a little insane to me. Um, and I've I've only played it once. Hey, stop humping! Stop humping! They're humping and whining at the same time, which is super emo. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, I want to say I love Tory. Maybe I need to go back and try it again. Um, I'm not Aaron Hills, I guess. I don't know. Maybe the thing is, you gotta you gotta remember, I am a grade A type one asterisk before and after the word hypocrite. Okay, so I'm gonna say that I don't like something, and then I'm gonna like it. Hey, stop it, stop it. Okay, I just gotta. I, 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 see if I let them out of the room though, then they go on the bed and it be the flower petals, the Marvin Gaye. All of a sudden, there's a third dog. They, they gotta stay in the room with me. Um, you know, so I'm a hypocrite. So making a statement like that, I can't say which looks the least desirable to play because I'm just talking on my ass, which as you know, where I speak from right from the heart, uh, Mark Jarmus, Mike Jarmus, if you could get any brand to sponsor you, if you were on tour, what would it be and why? Uh, oh yeah, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like, I what would I fit in with? Adidas? Like, I, I love all the Adidas guys. I mean, currently already, they did pay me to say I just made 20 cents by saying that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I uh, I would just be myself. You know, it'd be cool to have a brand agnostic golf bag on tour. Like, uh, I know some other guys do. Um, what's my skin regime? Uh, I wouldn't call it a regime. I would call it more of a blasé. Uh, I wash my face. That's my regime. Uh, thank you, Arugula. Uh, Nick Morrill, who or what is your nemesis in golf? Ooh, uh, that would be probably myself. Hey, stop whining. Just stop it. What are you whining? Why are you, why are you constantly whining? Just go lay down. Everyone else, is, everyone else is chill. You're the only one who's freaking out. Go. <laughs> 
It's like he knows what go means. He just go, he goes. Um, yeah, Nemesis. I mean, slow play is hella annoying. Get out. All right, the humping has to stop. Uh, slow play. <laughs> I am sorry. Slow play is annoying. Uh, what is one type of advice you can give other golfers? Um, I, I think before the round, you should focus on what you want to care on, uh, what care about, you know, and make a metric for that, you know. Um, and then also, um, sorry, I got to turn my phone off. Uh, you know, focusing on that. And then also, you know, creating a, um, cre- creating the feeling of a good shot before you hit one, because then you are, whether you hit one or not, you still feel better and you're more likely to hit a good shot. Uh, that's, that's what I like. Uh, how can a college student afford to slash find the time to keep golfing? Well, Harris, I would love to answer that question, but I've never been a college student. And honestly, I suggest you drop out. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, just just uh, hit balls. You know what I mean? Hit balls. Stay engaged with the game. Watch the videos that are out there from all the great creators right now. Um, you know, there's time. You know, golf is one of these things that life is long and, and so is golf. You know, you'll, you'll do it. You'll get out there and play. Um, Padre wants to know how I got my first set of clubs. Uh, I got them out of the used bin, y'all. My first club was a burner driver and then i got ping i2s off craigslist uh black dot of course and then i regripped him straight away christian hockey wants to know favorite hockey team i would guess the kings but i'm not a huge hockey guy i do love when bill bird talks about hockey though uh b dubs what is your best facet of your golf game Ooh, i'm gonna say uh my drive my tee shot driver usually um blake arn what do you you should do what's in the bag i agree we're gonna do what's in the bag um, so that's that curious to know if this is an annoying podcast to listen to just rifling off answers. It might suck. I apologize. There's not much of a long drawn out story here. I apologize. This feels very rapid fire. AJ strap favorite pre and post round snack from the gas station. Huh? I'm going to go nuts, uh, salted nuts, maybe a Gatorade, but more likely a coconut water, maybe a sparkling water. Maybe an orange juice. But yeah, I'm going to stick to uh, maybe Chex Mix, you know. CR uh, Hutton, do Midtown buses run all night? That's a fact. Parma Johnny, who's, who chooses the music for the YouTube vlog edits? Um, it depends on the edit. We, so what I did was I created a bin of music that I liked that's like five gigs from our uh, licensed uh, music provider, artlist.io. It's actually really good and um remarkably priced as well and i basically give that folder to any editor so they basically choose each edit um what the music is sometimes they don't they pick music that i've somehow found not to like after i picked it for the first time so um we all go back and forth the answer is usually the editor and then i kind of approve it um thoughts on pace of play and what the golf bodies and clubs could do to increase pace I mean, it seems like that's just a local question, you know? I mean, yeah, when it's slow, it's annoying. I played over the weekend and three hour nine, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they need to get out here and start cracking whips because this is making it enjoyable for everyone, and it's strangely making the value go down. The, the money that you pay immediately becomes worth less as you are there longer and have, enjoying it less. So good question, Jan. I, I don't really know. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they could charge you less if you're there less. That would, that would actually be good. $30 if you're here for two hours. But if you play longer, then it costs more. Well, the thing is, you're stuck behind somebody else in this cog of golf. Uh, and Mazanes wants to know, what are your 2019 golf course after Amazing 2018? I kind of already answered that. Um, I wouldn't mind playing Pine Valley. That'd be kind of fun. But the truth is, I don't really care. I would like to play another couple of really interesting courses. Um, Somerset is up there. I'd like to play Chicago Golf Club. Um, I'd like to, I want to go to South Africa and I'm sorry, I want to go to Africa and South America. Uh, that would be really exciting. Shar Eastman, favorite architect, gotta be Seth Rayner. As much as I love Tillinghast and McKenzie, I'm, I'm really getting into Rayner. Um, especially after Fox Chapel, I've also played, uh, Southampton Country Club, I believe, which was a really cool Rayner, restored. Baltusrol upper or lower. Uh, I've only played the lower, my man. So I don't know. Favorite course in Michigan? I got to be Belvedere because that's really the only one I played. Looking forward to going back there. Although when I first got into golf, I spent a lot of time in Detroit and I played probably six courses around Detroit, but I would never be able to guess the names. Maybe if I looked on a map. Uh, Drew wants to know, do you think professional golfers are too precious? 
Um, I mean, the, the the idea of too precious is a funny one because it's like that's on us, right? That's on us. That's on media. That's on helpers. I think that within themselves, I don't think they're too precious. I just think they're chicks and dudes that play golf and whatever. It's not a big deal. I think, I think the idea of professional golfers being too precious is almost like our celebrities too precious, and that's on us, right? That's on us for putting them on a pedestal. They're just normal people. They don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, sure. I mean, maybe you're talking about precious in the terms of you know having a track man, a, a trainer, a, a masseuse, all this shit. Well, I mean, you know, maybe, but can they afford it? Is that is that a cost of admission to being a professional athlete? Go ahead, get it, do it, get it on, get a chef. You know what I mean? Fly private, hell yeah. If you're making enough money to do that, I don't think that's too precious. I think that's just spending the money you got while you're alive. Yeah, I like crab dip, R.R. Keen, um, especially if it's got cheese and shit. Nick Griffin, favorite or worst course in New England? Um, does Long Island count as New England? I hope so. I think that's the farthest north I play golf on the East Coast right now. National Golf Links, obviously. Worst course? Um, let's go frickin' straight for Ferry Point. Um, you know, it's a tad overpriced, to be honest with you. It's a public course, but it's not a Muni. Let's get on Munis, guys. Let's go play our Munis. Let's support those guys. Um, municipal golf courses. Mikey, who? What cameras are you using for the vlog? Sony A6500. couple cool lenses, some polarizers, and we pop a nice LUT on there, as usual. A7S is a Adventures in Golf gear. Um, a guy from Massachusetts wants to know, a favorite golf course that is snowball friendly? You know, the truth is most golf courses are snowball friendly, and uh, and that's been really exciting. Uh, but I brought him out to Rustic this weekend. That was fun. Um, I like playing Wilson and Harding, my, my two munis over here in town. Most public courses, most munis are good with dogs. Uh, key 24 if you were to play any course in the world the second time, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I do think a lot of courses you can already play a second time, so I'm confused as if you're asking about a public, uh, sorry, a private course. Um, I'd like to play Cypress again, um, you know, but, but, you know, it's a difficultly worded question. Any course in the world a second time, what would it be? Yeah, I mean. So I, I would pick Cypress over Augusta, that's for sure. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good one. Uh, Michael Neff, what are you left most desiring after finishing an interview? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, a coffee. I like a coffee. Um, you know, the feeling after an interview is is you're very tired and you just kind of want to go sit alone because you're doing this thing where you're thinking and listening at the same time. So you have to facially and physically listen, right? You have to look them in the eye and listen to what they're saying. And you have to listen enough so that you can potentially ask another question, but you have to think enough about the other nine questions that you have in your head or debate new questions that are coming up as you're, quote, listening. So, yeah, after an interview, I kind of want, like, a bed, like a nice, like, three pillows and a fucking comfy bed. Um, or... The other joke is, you know, after an interview, I kind of want to just go again because there's so many more things after after a good interview, at least. Casey Crampton, what would be your perfect golf foursome? Okay, already answered that. Uh, Alex Garman, other than probably... What the fuck? Did I already read all of these? I'm sorry. Um, okay. And uh, something happened. I, I don't know what happened. Um, if you could only... If you only play one municipal golf course for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Beth Page Black, my man. Come on. That's the best muni in the world. Z4Bs. Jason Lee, I really love golf. I'm just re I'm just on a real cheap budget. What is a good club to get? Jason, I do not know, my man. Used, go on go to go to your local spot and pick up a used club. Go on Craigslist. Find the find the club you want at the store and then go buy it online. It's all about used, though. Um, you know, uh, Zur Two Chains clothing style guide for on and off the course. You know, this this past year, I kind of was trying to do, uh, you know, uh, simple stuff like pat, like like no patterns, like just like all white, all black, all gray, all brown, and then that's kind of easy to pack with and travel with. So I just kind of was rocking that. Um, but you know, fits well. Looks good. The, the point is, you gotta like it. You gotta feel good in it. And fuck whoever else says anything. You know, some of my favorite style I've seen on the course is just fucking weird tie dye hoodies and shit. I love it. Uh, Benny O'Hearn, what would you what would you take a lifetime membership from the club of your choice if it meant every round 
Um, I'm assuming it cut off, but every round going, playing there, I guess. Um, probably not. Uh, I would not accept playing one course for the rest of my life over everything else, even if it was obviously really up there. You know, for me, the the, the spice of life is the variety. I really like traveling and playing everywhere else. And that's why I left my uh, membership at Wilshire. You know, I wanted to be more um, varied in my golf, especially in Los Angeles. Uh, but good question, uh, Benny. Uh, Reed Schles, you're in L.A., but advice on how to keep golf entertaining during the cold Midwest winters. I think it's youtube.com slash Eric Anders Lang or something like that. No Lang Up makes great videos. I mean, yeah, you could play indoors. There's lots of creative ways. I don't live in a cold climate, um, and so I don't have any personal experience. Um, Cristobal Lafleur, of all the courses you've played, what course has the best meal after a round? That's a very good question. Ooh, what is the best meal after a round? Well, Oh, that's a really good question. I'll say that the best the best thing I've ever had on a golf course is the soup at Royal Melbourne. Uh, they drive out to you. It was a cold morning. We were there in, uh, I don't remember, this year sometime, June maybe, March, May, April, <laughs> January, February. Um, they, they drive out on a cart and they've got, you know, the big brown plastic coffee jugs that are like really, really big, like two feet tall, two feet deep, like a foot wide, hard plastic. Then at the end of that, they don't have the normal like plastic spigot. They had like a literally a plumbing spigot, like like with like an on-off flange and shit. And out came, um, you know, split pea soup with meat in it. And that was delicious. And they poured into a coffee cup with a lid and you sip it out of the coffee cup with a lid. So that was during the round. So it doesn't really answer your question. Uh, but that is by far the standout of uh, golf course food. Um, favorite Muni, uh, Wilson Harding already answered that. Thank you, Jared. Uh, backer tag, my guy, you play a lot of golf. What are your favorite shoes for all those miles on the course? Well, that is a great question, backer. I like Adidas, obviously, and I'm paid to say it and I'm not ashamed. Uh, I, so between all the Adidas, I, I, I was rocking the Addy Pure. I was rocking the ultra, Bo- the cross knit ultra boost. My favorite though, the tour 360 boost, not the knit. I like just the Tour 360 boots. And what's funny is I'm not a big uh, spike guy, but I just love those. Dude, my foot is so comfy in them. It's also waterproof, but it's breathable. Get the leather ones. They're good. I have the Ryder Cup limited edition, obviously. I know those are not available to everybody, but I like them. I like them. I like them. I would wear them if I wasn't uh, getting them for free. That's a true fact. Um, uh, Nachi, 445, are you planning on recording golf in the Caribbean or in South America later on? Yes, South America, hopefully, Adventures in Golf, Season 4! Everybody hear that? Adventures in Golf, Season 4. <laughs> What's up, buddy? I freed you from being humped by my dog. How does it feel? He's the guest. I wanted him to feel like a member for a day, a.k.a. not getting humped by another small white dog. How nice is that little guy? He's very happy. I think he just also farted. How many clubs have you snapped? Uh, one. And it was an accident. Uh, gee, pals. I, uh, it was early on in my golf career. I was playing at Palm Springs. I hit a six iron, and I hit it kind of chunky, and I was really upset. And this was before I got the ticket about how what golf really is and what it means. I was still trying to score. It was very early on, and I think it was a Mizuno. And... Um, I just kind of threw the club and I happened to throw it in the direction of the golf cart and the shaft perfectly hit the uh, supporting like the arm of the cart that goes up to hold up the roof, you know, right by where the bag is in the back. And it just snapped right around it. And I was like immediately filled with embarrassment and shame. So one slightly intentionally, but I didn't mean to break it, break it. Uh, Justin Horn, how do you start up a golf YouTube channel? Every time I want to vlog on the course, it takes three hours. Uh, there's more to that question, but it got cut off. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, dude, you know, like everything in life uh, that means something that's important to you and to others, you gotta. You, it's about the hours. It's about sweat. It's about 99% perspiration, 1% inspiration. It's not about being different. It's not about making it perfect. It's about just fucking doing it. It's literally a numbers game. You know, when you're single and you're trying to get a date, you ask as many girls out as possible. Or guys. Hey, no humping. Uh, He's like, it's a numbers game. I'm going to just try to hump him again. (laughs) 
You're too old to hump him, Snowball. Leave him alone, please. Don't. He's a guest. Be nice. Snowball's getting cataracts. I can see it in his eyes. Pippi, too. What, what, with the golf market being so America-centric due to the size, how do you grow the game overseas? Huh. Um, shit, man. I do not know the answer to that question. And like I said, if I did, I'd be a rich man. Um, I mean, do you make more golf courses? Probably not. Uh, do you need to grow the game? Why do you want to grow the game? Isn't it better to not have people on the course? What do you need? Why do you want to grow the game? Game's fucking fine. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It is weird. 18,000 golf courses in America, 12,000 the rest of the world. What do you do? That dude, nice. How, should the pros be able to drink during rounds? Bold question. Uh, flat no. <laughs> uh, wow. Kyle Sattler. Will they play Mo Bamba on 16 at Waste Management this year? I don't know what Mo Bamba is. Is it a song? Is that like La Bamba? I, I hope they do because that's a great song of mine. And I was playing it in Mexico City on New Year's Eve. Muniz 17. Who slash what inspires your style and what you wear? How much individual creativity is added in? Um, I love, I like Japanese fashion. I like European fashion. Um, in golf, it's hard to find that stuff, but I just go for the simple and the well fit, you know? I like Link Soul. I like Adidas. I like Bonobos. I like, um, I like, um, what else do I like? I like Psycho Bunny. Uh, I like, uh, da, 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 da. what else? I got a bunch of shit in here. I got a bunch of clothes. I, I mean, I like it all. Vintage stuff's cool. Um, it really helps it out. I go for the vintage visor on eBay. Um, you know, but I think with fashion and the golf course, it's to do you, you know, and, and, and that's, that's just, that's just, there hasn't been humping for like two minutes. Mason Fannin, what shot in golf are you most proud of? Flop shot, drive, hitting a draw or a fade? Um, I, most proud of, that's a good question. I suppose most proud of would be a long eagle putt. That's, that's the one where you really, you know, you've already hit two good shots to get there. Um, whether they were what you intended or not. But um, you know, it would be a long putt, absolutely, because that—that's—that's that's really the—that's uh, the—that's the ABC. Always be closing, always be closing, always be closing. Coach Badminton, what's the course you'd like to play the most this year that you haven't already played? Huh, that's a really good question. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's um, Somerset Hills out there in New Jersey. I like my home state. Um, I like to play Madison in Madison, New Jersey. I'll probably try to get out there. Uh, Braden, how do we make golf more appealing to the younger generation? You know what? I think we're doing it, man. It's stuff like this. It's social media. It's videos. It's making it more fun. I think, you know, going back to the, you know, uh, make make a quick loop. Make nine holes. Make six holes. Make it fun. Make golf free. Make it make it cheap. Make it easy. Make it make it make it social. You know, um, make it make a way for new players to not fret about slow play on the golf course. And I'm working on that. I'm working on it, Brayden. Give me some time. Just ifs. Do you know any Argentine golf field? I don't even understand the question. Though, does he mean golf course? The answer is no. Also no. But I will soon because we're going to South America. Um, Noah, the best question so far, is water wet? It's a matter of perspective. I think on a molecular level, no. But when your ball is in it, it's wet, my man. Joel Ramos, can I have a set of your new clubs? I imagine there's a set or two in your living room. Huh. Bold question. Answer is probably not. Uh, D Terror 3. I, I like giving away the clubs. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, yeah, and that's a good question is how do you give away the clubs? I don't know. I, I, I don't really have a tremendous extra set of clubs. I, one got stolen. I used my old set, and now I have a new set, but then I'm probably going to get another set. So you're right. There are more sets of clubs. All right, D Tarar three. If you could play any eighteen with any golfer, living or dead, would you play Augusta National? If you could play any eighteen with any golfer, if you could play eighteen with any golfer, living or dead, would you play Augusta National? That's confusing. The answer is yes. With Bobby Jones, I would love to. Worst round? I don't know. What does that mean? By score? I haven't had a bad round in a long time, folks. I uh, there's something out of every round that you can get. Um. Uh, Sammy wants to know the thoughts on the Epic Flash. Are they releasing too many clubs at higher values? 
I'm not going. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, they have a business. You know what I mean? And it works. Like they wouldn't be releasing clubs if people weren't buying them. So if you feel like it's not worth it to buy a new club, then don't. If you're going to get a couple yards and a couple, you know, a, a slightly smaller dispersion pattern, but you don't want to pay the money, then don't. Don't feel bad about it. But if you want the newest shit with the best dispersion and the best flex and the best, most forgiving face, then by all means, go buy it. There is a difference. Is it tremendously noticeable? What's your handicap? I don't know. My thoughts on the Epic Flash, I fucking pounded it over and over and over again. And I was like, where is mine? And they're like, wait, we're going to mail it to you. So, you know, I mean, but the truth is, yeah, if you close your eyes, a lot of clubs are good. Well, you know, one of the most, um, you know, one of the one of the main metrics for measuring clubs is uh, acoustics. So it's not even performance, right? And so I like some clubs that sound good and feel good, even though the spin's off and they're a few yards shorter. Anyway, A fits nineteen eighty one. Are you born the same year as me? Potentially. Do you think prices for new golf equipment has gotten out of hand? Sure, absolutely. But everything's gotten out of hand. Every price for everything's gotten out of hand. I'm my lease is expensive. My house is expensive. My dog's expensive. Everything's expensive. My computer. Everything is expensive. So, you know, I don't know. Yes. Um, Mr. Jackson Curtis, if you could be a pro at any sport except golf, what would it be? That's a very good question. And it would be sailing. I would love to be a sailor. A seaman, if you will, Snowball. Would you like to write? Snowball's been on a boat, and he's been on a uh, stand-up paddle. Harry Ward, what inspires you to create content and videos for us? You know what? It's shit like this. It's getting the response in the DMs like, yo, I got my family to watch the show, and they're thinking about playing golf, or my lady, or my husband, or my kid, or my whatever. Or I reconnect with my father. It's, It's not... Someone can tell me they shot their personal best after listening to the Dr. Parent podcast, and that's great, and I did get a lot of those. And if you haven't listened to the Dr. Parent podcast, click away now. Go listen to it because this is just bullshit. I'm not even a third of the way done with these fucking questions. I'm going to have to do a part two. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's when people tell me that they've enriched their lives in some way, whether it's through travel or through friendship or through family or through personal growth. That, that's it, really, and then that is a big major inspiration that is that is that is it right there so really great question harry uh because i was inverted wants to know how did you end up where you are today and doing what you are what's the journey that is a very long question and i can't answer it on the podcast i did it on another podcast i'm sorry i don't know which one but um you know just dig through there's only 90 hours of podcasts out there so hopefully you can find it um chris jacobson if you could play around with anyone that are alive who would it be uh okay i'm just gonna give a different answer each time uh, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. Who really am I curious about? Anthony DeMello. Google him. Mason Fannin. What are you most excited about in 2019? I feel like I'm getting redundant questions. I'm sorry. You know, I should go through and edit these now that I've answered a few like this. Uh, 2019, I'm most excited about... Um, I want to go to South Korea. That's what I really, really want to do. Mason Fannin also wants to know my favorite club in my bag driver what's the history behind the club it's brand new no history <laughs> sorry i'm gonna pause it i'm gonna go to a brick quick commercial and i'm gonna delete some of these superfluous questions i'm sorry if i didn't answer yours personally we'll see you in a sec hey sklar brothers here randy and jason and we have a couple of podcasts if you you know them or you don't know them check them out we do view from the cheap seats which is sports and comedy and we have a podcast called dumb people town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. Yo. All right, the Adidas, y'all. Get into it. I know you may have seen those sick NMDs that I was wearing the other day, the Gore-Tex jams. Um, Anyway, here we go. This is from Adidas. Get the year and your golf game off on the right foot, quite literally. We all know a good golf swing starts from the ground up, and luckily Adidas has you covered. Tour 360, Addy Power Forged, Addy Cross, Addy Pure, all with boost. That's with a couple extra O's in there for pleasure. The best cushioning in the game. I can attest to that. Uh, But also all designed to perform on the course. So all you have to think about is your swing, which is definitely complicated enough. If you're like me, head over to adidas.com, click on the golf section and find the style that's right for you. You can also follow Adidas Golf at Adidas Golf for all the latest news and info. Check it out. All right, we're back. Truth be told, I didn't go through all of them because I just was like, I just want to get started again. Okay, uh, when are you next heading to the UK? I do not know, my guy, Dean. 
Uh, I want to go soon. Um, we are going to go, though. I, I'm not sure when. It'll probably be in March, um, going around Scotland and maybe the island. I'm not sure. Um, 321 Parmesan. Are you going to keep the music you use in your videos to yourself, or can I have it too? Go check it out, artlist.io, or you can see every YouTube video has the track list in there. You can hook it up there. Feel free to take it. It is not mine. Uh, am I Swedish? Eric wants to know with a K. The answer is yes, not personally, but yes, genetically. Uh, Levol wants to know where's Stuart? You know, good fucking question, man. He's in Australia. We're waiting for him to get back here. He's hurrying back. Sammy wants to know, did the Callaway event make you want to change everything in your bag? The answer is yes. <laughs> we'll see though. Sammy DB, what's the best thing about your status in golf? People seem to really value you. Oh, wow. That's really nice, Sammy. Uh, it's when people come up and say, hey, I love your show. I love hearing that, man. Because it, it means that actually people care. That's so cool, man. Um, that's a very cool thing. Um, Doug Gibson, uh, which courses in Scotland exceeded expectations and which fell short? Um, I mean, you know, Western Gales, I didn't have an expectation for. That blew me away. That quickly became one of my favorite courses on the planet. Royal Dornick, I had been looking forward to forever. And unfortunately, as soon as we walked in, I ran into some shitty Americans and they really fucked me up. Like it just turned me off. Um, the course obviously is amazing at Royal Dornick, but Dornick has this thing where it's basically a one-stop shop for Americans. They just go there. I'm a hidden gem kind of guy. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to go to a course that's blown up like that. Um, you know, but that's on me. The truth is Royal Dornick's an amazing course. It's on me to make it great. And so I need to go back and re-explore. Matt Benny, where do you see the EAL show going on 2019? Uh, I think bad news, it's going to go to one a week. I um, I want to focus on making the content a little better, a little bit more informed, maybe even start editing the show a little bit. I, I really want to take an extra step into making it great. I don't want to change it too much, but I think one a week and maybe make it a little longer, maybe make it an hour and a half, maybe do more interviews with one check-in here and there when I have something I want to talk about specifically. Uh, two a week was something that I really wanted to experiment with, uh, see if I could do and we only made one mistake this year. That's it. So, you know, we'll see when uh, the end of February rolls around. Uh, Lynchbone wants to know, if I could design a perfect course, how would it look? Well, that's a hard question to answer very simply. I mean, I think it's, you know, it would just, wherever it is, it would just suit the landscape. You know, I think I would want a very cozy, minimal clubhouse that's just very, very cozy and cabin-esque with a lot of outdoor seating and a lot of big windows right on the water there. Um, you know, I, uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I like water being near water. Nick, Nick Luca Darlison wants to know when am I coming to Russia? I've been, and I have played golf there. I can't remember what the course was, but I found it very interesting. Uh, I didn't film anything though, because it was a while ago and I was on an awful trip with my ex-wife. Oh, sorry. No, it was a great, we had a good time. We had a good, we were having, we fought the entire time. Um, in any event, Rubber Legs wants to know, uh, I want to play a half set, but I can't separate myself from a traditional set. Any advice? Jump in, man. The water's fine. Just go out there and bring four clubs and see what happens. It's fun. Although, that said, I'm back to a full set. Uh, most important traditions to keep in golf from Leah Pritchard. Um I mean, respect, you know what I mean? It's all about respect, respect the course, respect the people, respect the game, the rules, respect all of it. Now you could double back and say, but you bring your dog on the course or you wear a t-shirt. All of those things are true. And I don't have an answer for that. Um, I Fuck the no dog on the course, bring it. But at the same time, don't bring it and end up with an awkward situation. Only bring it if you know that it's a public course or if you think you can get away with it or if you know that your dog is already respectful and isn't going to bother anybody. Respect. Ross Evans, have you considered turning Random Golf Club into a thing? Online social meetup app or WaveSit? WaveSit? Web? I don't know what that means. Uh, the answer, Ross, is yes. How frequently and for how long do you meditate and practice mindfulness? Um, not as much anymore. I used to do it very regularly, once a day, and now I, I probably only do it a couple times a month. Um, but yeah, David Beer, bucket list courses you haven't played yet but hope to or plan on playing in 2019. I didn't cross that one out. Uh, it was, um, you know, some nice ones, man. I'd love to play Sweetens Cove. That'll be cool. Looking forward to that. Opinion on drinking and golf from Tim. I, you know, if I drank, I'd be drinking. I think it's great. I mean, is it an opportunity to get drunk for some people? 
Is that good? Sure. Do I like playing with them? Not as much, but I get it. You know, I get it. You know, I'm telling you, if I drank, I would be face down on the first day. JJ Morgan, how can I work for you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Good question. There's an email address. Hit them up. Hit Colt up. Send a resume. It helps if you live in LA. If not, it's kind of a waste of time. JT Colbert, favorite Australian course, New South Wales, my man. Love that track in Sydney. Really wonderful time. I had a great time there. Met a random dude on the tee box that I already knew. Streamsong dog from Streamsong. Uh, really wonderful time. Uh, Bosch Jerks. Hmm. Um, after listening to you and Dr. Parent, I'm wondering which one bit of advice you take to the golf course. Ooh, that's a good one. I think the idea is that life is a record. Each moment is recorded and listened to in that moment. And the needle is only touching the moment that you're hearing in that, in that exact moment. So as you walk up to your ball on the tee, it's important to be positive. It's important to recognize everything around you that's conspiring for this present moment, whether it's wind, lack of temperature, moisture, grass, flowers, sky, friends, clothing, sounds. All of those things are there, right there. Visually, audio, physical, mental, smell. All of these things are right there for you. And so just tap into that needle on the record. Jesse, what is something in golf that surprises you? Everything. Golf in and of itself is a surprise. Impact, ball flight, what someone's going to say. Everything is a surprise. The incomplete experience of golf is a surprise. BFE Durr, what has golf taught you that you wouldn't have learned otherwise? Patience, without a doubt. Patience, patience, patience. Patience with myself, patience with others, patience with my learning, patience with the slow play, patience with whatever it is, everything. Acceptance, even more so, acceptance. Acceptance of my own game, of someone else's game, acceptance of, I don't want to be here. These people aren't my friends. I don't like this person. I'm not playing well. I, I want to play better. I wish I had taken a lesson. I shouldn't have taken a lesson. Acceptance of whatever it is. And then within that, you then have the opportunity to go out and say, oh, why don't I like this person? Huh. They like golf. I'm sure I can find something we agree on. Well, let's focus on that. So it's acceptance and it's pivoting towards a positive mindset, a yes mindset, optimism. What video games did you grow up on? Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Love Sonic the Hedgehog. Double Dragon. Nikwan Jakbi, when you could master just one part of golf, which would you choose if you listen to your feelings? That's an interesting wording. The answer is putting. I'm a really not a great putter, but, you know, we're going to work on that. Fairway Friends wants to know, when does season four filming start and what's the estimated release date? The answer is I don't know and I don't know. But I'm going to guess spring, summer, and then it'll come out in the fall around October the way it has been the last two years. But, you know, that's all subject to change. Binor Vision wants to know, what do you find the most rewarding in your work? Um, it's, it's the team aspect. It's the, it's the traveling somewhere with a group and, and conquering. It's the team. It's kind of like Band of Brothers. You know, we, get, we go out and we, and we have a uni unified mission. We all have our own responsibilities. And then we do our thing, you know. And then we come away with a group win or a group overcome. You know, I read something the other day that was like, everything in life is a problem. It's just you choose your problems. And to solve a problem is merely to create another. And so you need to spend a lot of time thinking about how in your life, what problems do you want to take care of? What do you want to deal with? That came from uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Um, but yeah, this, this is the most rewarding thing is how we as a team fucking fix problems and we do it well and we do it creatively and we laugh. The most rewarding moments are those after a job where we're still in that other place and we just laugh. You know, we just have, we have the, 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 the experiential quote inside jokes are, are in position and we just laugh about what happened and, and how we overcame. And that's just such a good feeling. Uh, anything changing in the bag after seeing all the Callaway Odyssey too long goodies? Of course, always. The bag is always changing. I have never a firm bag. I don't know yet, though. I have yet to get the driver fit for me. We'll see. I'm in Newfoundland, Dave says. That was town crier. Dave Rowe wants to say, I'm in Newfoundland, long winters. Have you had an off-season since starting golf? 
No, because I lived in um, L.A. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm back. Sorry. Uh, text message. Have you had an off season since starting golf? Dave wants to know. The answer is no. I've always been in L.A., luckily. Uh, Julian Tizot coming to France to play some hidden gems. Not on the agenda, but I really can't wait to do a large, sprawling European trip. It'd be cool to do the Alps. I don't know. I mean, just, if I'm going to go, I want to go. You know what I mean? So really good question, though. Best outfit you've ever pulled off during a round, Mark Dell wants to know. Um, probably the I played with Rick Shields, that uh, pink shirt and the pink pants. That was pretty intense. Not quite a golf shirt, really. Um, but it had a collar, but it wasn't like the fit golf shirt. But you know, sometimes you got to go out of that. Harissa wants to know, can golf break into the Paralympics in LA in 2028? I sure hope so, but I have no actual idea. I'm not even remotely involved in that, but that would be cool. Charlie Zamora, what's one piece of advice someone in your family has given you that has shaped who you are? Hmm. Well, when I was 20, I had an intervention, and they told me to fuck off if I didn't stop doing drugs. So that was a great big piece of advice. Um, I see that my parents both focus on what they're fascinated by. So I do look at that as a piece of advice, even though it's not exactly what uh, you know they, they told me. It's more how they lived their lives. It was advice and by example. Uh, Chris Flowers, where do you see golf in seven and a half years? Oh, boy. I don't know. Seven and a half years. It's a long way away. It's also not that far away. I don't really know. I'm sorry, Chris. Evergreen Matt, how many rounds of golf do you play in 2018? How many miles do you travel? I played, uh, That's. I mean, I would need to research that question. I know I probably flew 120,000 miles. No idea how far I drove. Probably, I don't know, probably 10, 20, 30. That's a vague number. How many rounds? Um... I mean, probably a hundred, you know, I didn't, I didn't log them all because I'm like filming and I don't really count them in the same way. Um, another question from Matt, if you were to build a golf course, what would it look like? Goat Hill, Royal County down or Oakmont? It would probably look like Goat Hill. (laughs) I just, I don't, I think I would need to build a six hole short course for the kids in the town. If I was going to build a course. Um, funniest golf story. Have you ever broke a window or hit anything? Uh, no, never done anything like that. There are funny golf stories out there, but I'm sorry. I'm in like rapid fire mode. I do not have the answer to that, but it's a good question. So we'll circle back to that. I'm going to circle that one. Uh, Anders wants to know ideal handicap. Uh, I don't even know how to answer that one. I just, I mean, I just, you know, like, I don't really care. Like, I'm a seven, and I like when I shoot in the 70s, but I don't. I'm more likely going to shoot 80s, low 80s. But I do think I'm onto something. I am playing a little better, so I'd like to get lower. I've never been lower than a five, so it'd be really interesting to get that low. But at the same time, what does that accomplish? Does it really mean anything? Charlie Wackett, perfect amount of clubs to have in your bag, and what are they? Um... I play with 14 now. I'm liking it. Um, and I'm going to do a what's in the bag video soon. But it's like ping I-500s, a couple other clubs. I'm in between putters and drivers. I got like the gapper three iron. I like that one. Marzano, are you playing in the waste management this year? Yes. Um, what is in the rules change you wish was included in the 2019 changes? I don't have an answer to that. Uh, I mean, you know, like... I'm not that familiar with the rules. I don't I don't really complain. Like if the ball's in a divot, hey, you gotta deal with that, Alan. I don't know. Um uh best place you have ever had a cup of coffee, Z Killians. Ooh, that's a good question. Um I wish I had a really good answer to that. There's some good coffee out there. I make some good coffee in my house, I'll be honest with you. Waking up early in the morning on the patio there. Um some really good coffee. Augusta National had some pretty good coffee. That was pretty good in the morning. That was some pretty good coffee. Nick T222, do you like practicing golf or is it more fun to just go out and play with limited expectations? If I'm going to practice golf, it would need to be social for me. Like, yo, let's meet at the range. Then I would really enjoy it. That would be really fun. Um, I'm into that. Um, But yeah, I don't really do it that much. I would only do it if time was a restraint. I was actually thinking of going to the range the other day and just to meet somebody and hang. Um, But 
you know, because it was faster than playing. Nicholas Kip, favorite course they've ever played. Uh, they answered that. Uh, Alex Finley, what was the first course you played with your brother and what did you shoot? I've got a video coming out about this, but it's uh, the Dunes Golf Course in Sanibel Island, Florida. And um, the, the, uh, the, the score was not memorized. I don't know the score. I didn't really keep score for the first while the first year or two i think that's probably a good piece of advice is maybe don't keep score for a while best shot of 2018 um that would have to be my three iron on the i think fourth hole of prestwick that set up an eagle um it was pretty nasty it was perfect and um most interesting person in 2018 oh that's a really good question hard to sum up like that Oh, geez. Oh, wow. Most interesting person in 2018. Oh, man, that's a tough one. There have been so many great people on the podcast. You know what I mean? Um, Really, really, really great. I mean, gosh, it's hard to sum up. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards Blake Mykoski, but maybe that's because it just came out, but but I was fascinated by him, and and we have a lot in common on the podcast. Uh, he's the uh, entrepreneur who created Tom's uh, shoes. Loves golf, loves to travel. He, he's he's a really interesting dude, and and he's done it right, you know, as far as business and life. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Blake. Um, Matt, you are really getting your questions in. This is uh, the last two. Um, already answered the other one. Um, already answered those. Okay. Uh, Sophie McFall, what do you love most about playing golf? The people. The people, babe. Gotta love the people. That's what it's all about. Don't want to play golf alone. Uh, pre-shot routine. I visualize the ball flight like a shot tracer. And I uh, get really comfy. And then I sometimes say something to myself in the version of a swing tip. Like if I'm working on my footwork or my arms or the... Uh, how far back I bring the club, I, I might just give myself one quick um, key there. Like, like don't take it all the way back or like get on my toes or um, keep that elbow outside rather than inside. Martin M., in what ways do you relate the game of golf to the game of life? Uh, just one big way, dude. It's all the same. There's there's no difference between the two. Uh, per eight, but it's a good question. I wish I could elaborate more. I'll maybe circle that one and come back. Do it. It's a good one. Um, coming from another Jersey guy, what was your go-to pizza joint? Um, I really liked, um, the one in, um, down on Carmine, uh, Joe's pizza. They moved it, but that's really good in Manhattan. Um, Rashik the Great. Thanks, Pert. Rashik the Great. What were the key factors in making Callaway Influencer launch a success? Um, I think it was that it was low key and it was the it was the people that they invited. They did a good job. Uh, you know, obviously they I, I think I think probably the biggest factor is that uh, you know, Chad and AJ were allowed to experiment. They were allowed to try something. And that is uh that that was probably the biggest thing, really, is that is that they were given freedom to try something and I think that was what made it fun. And we all felt that while we were there. It was like, oh wow, they they are allowed to try something, and we are part of that uh, shape of golf to come. How could golf be more accessible to everybody? Any thoughts? Um, you know, I think it's just an overall shift in how we welcome new people to golf. I think that's the biggest part of it. Is just literally, hi, how are you? Oh, have you been hit? Have you hit balls here before? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I play here all the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 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 great. Oh well, whatever. Let's go play. Yeah, great. Random golf club. Boom. Uh, Ty Shelton, could you describe a perfect round for you? Ooh, I'm going to sit back, take my time. All right, a perfect round. Here's what it is. I don't care what course it is, but you drive in with your friends, all of you. You got the foursome in the car. You got the bags are still in the hotel room, which is nice because the car has enough room to breathe. And you're all kind of clean. You've had a nice little nap. You got up early and you did something. Maybe you tour guided. Maybe you went. Maybe you did a cave jumping or something, and then you and then you took a little break. You got a nap and a shower, and then you put on your nice outfit. You're gonna go play a, a relatively nice course, but nothing too fancy. And 
and you drive and you drive and it's a 20 minute drive or so nothing too crazy but you but someone's got a hunch that it's a good one you know what i mean and you're excited and you and you're getting kind of pumped you know and you little you know a little bit about it but you don't know too much and you drive through and there's a little gate but it's nothing too crazy and then you go down and you start to see glimpses of the course and it's like ooh everyone's getting excited and you know what else is everyone's playing well on this trip and you're far away from home you're far away you're 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 tens of miles tens of hours on a plane and and you drive and you're driving up and then and then it's kind of not the best weather but right as you kind of get out there and you get out of the car sun shows through right a little bit of sun and then you go and the guy who's seen it, really nice to see you guys you're so welcome to play here this is great i'll take your bags park over there great blah 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 then you get out of the car and you're wearing an outfit that just feels great there's no static everything's not nothing's wrinkled everything fit you got your favorite little belt and your favorite pants that microfiber whatever they are they just make you look good you know you got little pockets and you not your pockets aren't overflowing with bullshit you know and then you got a shirt that's just like that shirt fits well and maybe even got a little cardigan or a little long sleeve or something you know it's kind of it's kind of chilly, but it's not cold, you know? You got a nice hat on, and just a good hair day, right? The beard is nice and trim, and you feel awake, right? And then you go out, and you're with all your buddies, and, and you're walking to the first tee, and someone goes, ooh, I'm excited, you know? Someone else goes, oh, man, this feels really good, you know? I feel like someone's going to get a hole-in-one today. And then you just tee off, and you go for the walk with your, with your mates, and that's the round, I don't care where the fuck that is. Literally couldn't care less. But it's got those aspects to it where you feel the excitement, right? That's what it is. Okay. Sorry, I went kind of deep there. Um, what, uh, thanks, Ty. R- Rico Arnaud, would you come to play France? Yes, I'll come to France, but I don't know when. Uh, Maxwell, uh, have you played a half set? How many? If you played a half set, how many clubs and which clubs are you bagging? Basically, you just do uh, odds or evens, and then you know you kind of like, yeah, whatever. You just you lose a wedge or two, and then you uh, you kind of like probably drop a three wood. Yeah, I mean it's fun though. You should try it. Absolutely, it helps your game. I played with a half set for years. Uh, for some with guys from Easy Company, who are you packing? Jacob, best question so far. For some from Easy Company, well, I'm definitely going with Dick Winners. Definitely bring in Lieutenant Spears and probably Garnier. Yeah, that'd be a good group. Did I miss someone? I'm thinking. That'd be a good group. Deep question. Thanks, Jacob. Uh, Chris Kessler, I've always been curious about how you met Colt and how that partnership developed. Ah, well, I detailed that question deeply in an Instagram post a week ago, so I'll let you read that because I don't want to go over it again. But basically, Instagram, Vice Golf, then he started editing for me, and then he came in when my assistant quit, and he was like, yo, I'll take the job, and I was like, fuck yeah. So it's I wrote it all out, though. I wrote a nice long post about Colt. Uh, it's the picture of me and him on a plane uh, from like a week ago. Swing snaps. What do you think we can do to help golf survive when it's becoming more expensive and exclusive? Don't know, man. Probably just continue. Continue to crush. Yeah, I mean, go support the munis. Go support those, you know. We're going we're gonna to work on it. We're going to work on it. Um, would you ever do some local scrambles uh, or tournaments as a show? Uh, M. Weiser wants to know. Yes, probably. I'm not quite sure how that would work, but yes. Um What's the hardest thing and easiest thing about golf to you? A A Ron sixty six. Uh, hardest thing and easiest thing about golf. Uh, I mean, the the hardest thing is uh, you know it's it's a game of you know steadiness. Like you've got to play it for a while. You've got to you've got to actually continue. Um, the easiest thing is uh, well, there is nothing easy about golf. <laughs> Um, when are you going to do the 2019 hole in one challenge? If not, I challenge you. Great question. We had a plan to do it on New Year's Eve, but it ended up not happening. So we didn't do it then. Um, Sophie, what's your favorite course, public course in the LA area? It's between Rancho and Rustic. I'm not sure. Depends on how far you want to drive. How does someone get started in the media industry without a lot of money? Just crush, get a job with someone you respect. Course, course vibe. Just, just get a job with somebody you respect and be the best at it. 
Dr. Divot, aim point discussion. Mm, not a fan. Um, T438, if you had to pick a new job without any golf in your life, what would it be, assuming it could be anything? I would produce a travel show. Sorry, that was kind of a loophole. Um, Sung Nation, when are you coming to Canada? Don't know, but great question. SS Park, 1944, when do you plan to be in Minnesota again? My buddy and I met you at El Camaleon in December. Oh, cool, man. Hey, what's going on? Um, Minnesota, I do not know, but it's a great question. Uh, again, great question. <laughs> Someone asked, who's the guest? The guest is me, Alex. Jesus. Uh, Megan Nass, what do you miss most about club life? Uh, I thought about that today, actually. I just miss cruising over there and just being a part of the wolf pack. So I miss it. I miss it. But at the same time, I don't think I made a bad decision. What's your favorite thing about Goat Hill Park? I posted my interpretation on IG. Thanks to get. Uh, favorite thing about Goat Hill Park is the vibes, man. Working class, world class, all vibes. Uh, as much as you value the game of golf and sharing that through AIG or vlogs, do you? Uh, fuck, Tyler, your question got cut off. I'm really sorry. It sounded like a good question. Um, Azkata, why don't you create a niche international mini tour and video the rounds? Huh. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm kind of knee deep in the work I got right now, but I do like the idea. So, um, yeah, let's do it. Let me know if you want to do it. If you got a couple hundred grand and you want to do it with me, I'll pro I don't know if I could even do it then. Um, worst weather conditions ever played through. Um, I played in some snow and I've played in wind, but nothing is sticking out Richmond. That's extreme. Anthony Roy with many new companies releasing new drivers every year. How much real difference is there? Kind of answered that earlier. I don't know. Um, when are you uh, coming to play a few holes in Italy? Ooh, I can't wait to play golf in Italy. I love Italy. If you were to open a golf course, what would you name it? I would name it Golf Park. Uh, thanks, Garrett. Um, 406. Would you be interested in coming to play rounds in Montana? Yes. Sorry, I, I should have weeded some of these out. Because I, I, it's a yes, obviously, but I just don't know. When did you first fall in love with golf and why? Well, I can't. <laughs> Hang on a second. Okay. I first fell in love with golf when I was 30, about seven years ago. My brother invited me to play, and I said no. And then the no echoed around the room, and I was like, why am I saying no? I should at least try it. So I tried it, and then the next day I tried it again, and I kept trying it, and I'm still trying it now seven or eight years later. So good question, Destiny. Uh, Frederick, would you change anything about how memberships and private clubs work? Yes, I would make the mandatory public golf on Mondays, even if it was a you know relatively expensive tea time. I think they should still be open to the public some of the days. Uh, Sir Durgastigan, uh, would you come to Turkey? Yes, I will. Uh, who's the funniest person to play golf with? Um, it's between Stewart and Colt. I'm not sure. One of the two. They're fucking hilarious. Uh, what course, if any, influenced or changed the way you see the game the most? Well, that's a really good question. What course influenced or changed the way you see the game the most? Um, well, I guess Bandon Dunes because I went there before I went to Scotland. So I had this uh, first look at Lynx Golf that would later be built upon when I went to Scotland. Good question, Ronald. Uh, Mike TXG, did you finally get your Rolex? No, I'm rocking a Tudor, but thank you for asking. I'm going to wait on the Rolex till I get a little bit older. Salty Golfer, do as seen on TV golf clubs really work? No idea. Probably not, but no idea. Um, <laughs> I am Monster86. How the fuck can I hit my best score ever plus one with two double bogeys? I don't know, but you sound like a great golfer. Uh, Mr. Denny. Can't wait to hear more about your take on the Epic launch. How much improved are the drivers? Kind of answered that. Don't really know. Um, the Real Just Josh. Are you going to any majors this year? If so, which ones? Also, which major do you most look forward to? I'm probably going to go to the Open. Not sure I'm going to go to the Masters, although I'd like to. The, open, the, the U.S. Open is right in my backyard, so I might go to that. And I don't know where the PGA is. Whoops. Um, but, yeah. Romeo Calvin. Uh, more of a suggestion. I think you should come to New Zealand. We are probably going to come at the end of February. It's looking 80%. Uh, Joe Schmikansky, what do you recommend for someone who wants to save some money but is too hooked to uh, and the cushion cut off? Get used clubs and play munis, y'all. Just enjoy it. Do you think golf is outdated? What? No, Jawa. Not at all. Golf is as fresh as we make it. Amanda, have you thought about giving up golf? And if so, why? I have, actually. And it was uh, about 15 months ago. I, uh, I, Adventures in Golf season two had come out and I don't know. I just, 
I just wanted something different. And then I went to the PGA show and I was reminded that people actually liked what I did. And so then I turned around and I went all golf. And this has been the last year. It's been a good year. Snowball merch, when is it going to be released? Hopefully in the next month. Good question, Jay Dale. Uh, Amanda, again, have you thought about giving up golf? If so, why? I already answered that. That's weird. Um, did Dead Snick? Is it a good idea to get fitted for your clubs, even if you aren't the best or just put more practice in? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. It just comes down to money. Like, if you have the money, get fitted for the clubs. Fuck it. But if it's like, I don't know, I would probably put that money towards a lesson, to be honest with you. I'd get good equipment, and I would get, I would get lightly fitted, but I wouldn't go get this full fitting. But yeah, getting fitted is good for you for sure. It it is it is good, but so is a lesson. Um, average Joe's wedges degree selection beginner here. Not sure how to choose. Um, I do uh, fifty two, fifty six, sixty. But it really depends on your pitching wedge. You need to find out the degree of your pitching wedge before you pick the degree of your wedges, and you know look at your numbers. Jed Diamond, the dogs are sleeping so well right now. All right, just like ten left here. Jed Diamond, where do you buy most of your clothes from? Uh, when I travel, I buy clothes mostly and eBay. I buy them from stores that I'm never going back to because then you're more inclined to purchase. Uh, good call, Jed. Topher Mitch, techniques you use to calm yourself after hitting a poor shot on the course. I try to make a joke, uh, even even you know just at at the group of what what how ridiculous this all is. Good question, Topher. Mill Boris, ever tried disc golf? Um, I have, uh, yes. I did it at a bachelor party a while ago. It's not really my thing, but I did enjoy it. Uh, Drew Metz, what was the moment you realized, holy cow, golf is addicting as fuck? <laughs> Good question, Drew. Uh, day one. Uh, Tomo Golf Shoes, how do you get snowball on courses? Permission or forgiveness? Mostly, per- mostly forgiveness, but sometimes um, permission when I'm traveling. Um, I don't want to put anyone in a weird position, but if it's a public course, you know, he's a service animal, supposedly, uh, support animal. So I just kind of go with that. Uh, the Yankee golfer, Yankee golfer, what's in the bag? I'm going to do that later. Uh, Ryan Bays and Lindsay, will you go up to Yellowknife and play the Midnight Classic? I have no idea. I don't know when and where it is. So just message me about that. Ray Bays and Lindsay, experience with Callaway. Already got that. Hooper, BT, Lucy Lee, an Apple commercial, and the USGA investigating. Any thoughts? Wow, embarrassing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, maybe I'll look into it. Uh, Hooper, you seem to hang out with Michelle Wee a lot. Anything, go- <laughs> Anything going on there? Short answer, no. Marco, uh, what would your guest's career be if he or she wasn't doing what? Now, see, this is confusing. Anyway, moving on. How frequently do you shave or trim your facial hair? About every two weeks, I buzz it with the wall. W-A-H-L. Last question. No, I've already answered it. Golf goals for 2019. Um, Well, I wonder if that was enjoyable for you guys. I can't tell. If it wasn't, let me know, because I don't want to do it again if it sucked. But if it was enjoyable, maybe it's great. I don't know. I'm so curious. Uh, I don't know if it was enjoyable for me. It was very intense, and I kind of need, I, I don't know, I need to take a break. Anyway, have a great week, y'all. I think we're going to have a great podcast for you on Thursday, but I don't know who it is. We did some great ones at the Callaway event. Bob Mennery, Amanda Balionis. I think tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, we're going to release the vlog from Callaway, which I'm pretty excited about. So check it out, everybody. Have a great week. Hope you're enjoying your golf. And as always, I'll see you in the showers.